Before we begin today's episode of Skincare School, we acknowledge First Nations people as the traditional owners of the lands and waters of Australia. We recognise and pay our respects to Elders past, present and future whose lands were never ceded. Welcome back to another season of Skincare School. I'm Amy Clark and I'm joined by science educator, chemistry PhD and cosmetic chemist Michelle Wong, aka Lab Muffin Beauty Science. This week on Skincare School. Glowy skin or, you know, getting that glow is probably the most coveted skincare goal. Yeah, make sure you're wearing sunscreen. I'm sure most of you are because you've been listening to us. But yeah, it can make a massive difference to whether or not a particular product seems to be working and whether or not you're actually heading towards your overall skin goals. If you're not having any issues with the product, I like to try and finish the tube before I make my final judgment, I guess. Yeah, your skin's not getting used to the products. You are getting used to expecting bigger things from your products. I think today's topic is another one of those questions that I get all the time regarding how long do my skincare products take to work? Because, I mean, we've discussed at length, we all just want a quick fix, right? In today's society, we expect things to work really fast. You know, we can order our food and it's at our door within however many minutes. And with skincare, the tendency to be impatient and to kind of, you know, think I'm going to put a serum on my face and I'm going to wake up with a new face the next day. But it doesn't work like that. Is this something you hear a lot too, where people are like, oh, I used a product and it's not working for me. And you're like, well, how long have you been using it for? Yeah, I think we all kind of get this a lot. Like you said, modern life, we kind of just expect instant gratification. And with things like skincare, if you're actually trying to make some sort of long-term improvement to your skin, like you want it to last and that sort of thing usually takes time. So I guess there are definitely some products in skincare where you do get that instant wake up with a beautiful glow effect. But most of the time, if it's something that's going to make a big difference, it's going to take a while. Same with so many things in life that are like, you know, worth the wait. It's kind of like don't go to the gym and do some sit-ups and then expect to have a six-pack the next day. Or if you do, well, you probably have been sorely disappointed. So there are so many factors that go into how long different active ingredients or different types of products will take to work. It's all very individual, like we all have our own skin, our own skin concerns, skin type. So many different factors, but there are some kind of accepted time periods or benchmarks when it comes to how long you need to use an ingredient for, as recommended, to see a visible change in the skin. So let's get into this. Michelle, what dictates how long it will take a product to quote unquote work? I guess the main thing that it depends on is where that particular ingredient is meant to work in the skin. And very, very roughly, the deeper it's meant to work in the skin, the longer it's going to take to see that effect. Because a lot of the time when you're trying to work on those deeper layers, it takes a while for those new layers of skin to come up and actually change what it looks like at the surface. So that's a very general rule of thumb. Sometimes one ingredient might work on several different layers. So you might start to see some types of changes quickly and then other changes with that one ingredient build up over time. I like to think of it too, like a good way to visualize this is, for example, if you trip over and you get a scratch on your knee or say you get a blemish, even a pimple, there's that time process where you see how it changes in appearance over the the days, weeks and whatever. So it's the same thing with ingredients in the same way that 
pimple takes a few days to heal or you know you scratch your knee and it starts to kind of like scab over and then it starts to slowly fade and then it fades over time same deal with these kinds of changes to your skin especially depending on what kind of outcome you're hoping to achieve and that kind of speaks to more of that is it working deeper down into the deeper layers of the skin or is it that surface like I've got an event tomorrow so I might use my liquid exfoliant tonight to then have a really glowy surface on the skin the next day or am I using a sheet mask before applying my makeup for an event in which case those kinds of products on the surface layers are going to give you that instant boost of moisture or that instant kind of fresh glow but probably what's most interesting is the different types of ingredients and products and how long they're going to take because when you then start to add those into your routine it's good to have these benchmarks in mind so that when you look at your reflection in the mirror and you're like oh is this thing even working you know it's good to come back to these and go okay well how long have I actually been using this product for am I using it as it's recommended so you know am I following the instructions on the back am I using it consistently or am I kind of slapping it on and then I come back to it 10 days later and oh yeah I forgot about that I'll put that on again so let's go through some of these time periods broken down by product type and ingredient so let's start with what we've got here as moisturizers what are we talking about with this topic so if you remember back from season one when we were talking about moisturizers we have three main types we have occlusives which are ingredients that tend to seal in moisture and hydrate skin that way so this is stuff like petroleum jelly then we've also got emollients which are ingredients that smooth your skin out these are usually things like oils and then we have humectants which are ingredients that grab onto water and keep your skin hydrated by holding onto more water than it normally would so this is stuff like hyaluronic acid and glycerin and all of these pretty much have an immediate effect so sometimes you'll see the effect build up over a few days because your skin is so dried out that you need a little bit of time to build up that barrier and get back to that optimum level of hydration. So for your skin to sort of renormalize. You might see this if you're using moisturizers on winter skin, for example, like if you have oh, cracked elbows. Yeah, I can completely relate to this where you put on some moisturizer and then it feels like your skin has just drunk it up straight away and you're like, did I even put any moisturizer on? And you go back for your third layer, your fourth layer. Yep, can relate. Yeah, so usually this is a pretty immediate effect, but a few days. And that's too why sheet masks, particularly hyaluronic acid serums or hydrating serums that contain those humectant ingredients, this is why a lot of them can make kind of anti-wrinkle or age management claims on the packaging because what they do do is visibly and fairly quickly I guess, plump those surface layers of the skin, which then can reduce the look of fine lines and wrinkles. So that's just something a little kind of behind the scenes tidbit to watch out for. But generally speaking, it's pretty immediate when it comes to those moisturizers. Then we have exfoliants. And I have to say, I feel like glowy skin or, you know, getting that glow is probably the most coveted skincare goal is everyone wants this like glowy, radiant skin that's kind of like, ah, shining down from the angels. And exfoliants are a really common way to do that. So talk to me about how long it typically would take an exfoliant to work, quote unquote, on the skin. 
there's a few different types of exfoliants. So there's physical, which is like scrubs and other things that buff your skin. And that is obviously quite immediate because, yeah, you're literally flaking the skin off with your fingers right there. Then you've also got chemical and enzyme exfoliants, which are kind of similar. They help the skin cells come off more easily. So they're kind of unsticking them from your skin. And that usually takes a little bit longer. So enzyme exfoliants, usually you put them on your skin for about 10, 15 minutes. With chemical exfoliants, sometimes they can take a couple days, but most of the time, I think most people do see that glow the next day. Now, apart from just working on the surface, a lot of exfoliants also work deeper down, especially chemical exfoliants. So they can do other things like unclog pores, reduce breakouts over time. They can also help with dealing with pigment. And so those sort of deeper effects where the exfoliants are sort of undoing processes that are leading to these issues in the skin, that will take a bit longer. So this can be weeks or even months sometimes. That's probably why I'd say chemical exfoliants in particular are so popular because you get a bit of the best of both worlds because you do get that instant gratification or, you know, overnight of kind of like, oh, I look pretty fresh when you look in the mirror. But then they're also doing some of more of that heavier lifting over the longer term. Next, let's talk about vitamin C and, you know, brightening products, vitamin C serums, pigment inhibitors. Pigment is such an interesting one and a very frustrating skin concern because it takes a lot to I guess undo or fade the look of hyperpigmentation but it can come back in a snap like you spend some time out in the sun or you have a hormonal shift and it can feel really hard to get on top of hyperpigmentation which can make using these vitamin C or antioxidant brightening products. Like you've got to have a bit of patience and trust the process because as you're about to explain, you're definitely not going to get that instantaneous effect, right? Yeah, it really depends on where the pigment is as well. So pigment can be in lots of different depths in the skin. And sometimes skincare can't even deal with the really deep stuff. You'll either have to go to prescription drugs or even treatments like lasers or other in-clinic stuff. So yeah, pigment is super frustrating. And most of the time you should probably wait between one month and maybe even three months to see if that ingredient is actually working. I guess the shortcut is really go to a skin therapist and ask them, where is my pigment? pigment and what should I do? What will actually work for my pigment? Because it's really common to have pigment in lots of different layers and some of it will work, some of it won't. And I think this is also one of those cases where it's really important to monitor your own skin because a lot of the time some pigment will fade, but some of it won't. And you'll get really depressed and you'll be like, why isn't my skin better? But in reality, it is better. You've just forgotten what it looked like before. So I think that's a really good opportunity to take some selfies before you start any sort of treatment so that you can remind yourself and give yourself a sort of I guess, reality check on where your skin is and how well your products are working. Such good advice. And I had a particular scenario dealing with hyperpigmentation where I'm so glad I took, I mean, I take a lot of selfies for my job, probably more selfies in my camera roll than the average person, but I'm so glad that I took these photos because for example, I'm a very freckly human, have always had freckles naturally. And then I got to this point where I guess years of accumulated sun damage my freckles were kind of starting to merge together in a bit of like a mottled patchwork kind of uneven tone. And so to your point about approaching these deeper down skin concerns 
with, I guess, like an action plan with your professional treatments as well as the right skincare and then consistency and patience. I had some Fraxel. I was using high quality skincare, particularly the SkinCeutical C Ferulic Serum. And I felt like after a couple of months, I was like, oh, I don't know if I've, if it's really made much difference. Like, you know, I didn't want to get rid of my freckles completely, but I was struggling to see what the actual results were. I went and looked back and the change in clarity was actually astounding. Next up, what about vitamin B3, aka niacinamide? So vitamin B3 is an interesting one because it has so many different effects. And so, yeah, it's very dependent on the actual effect that you're after. So with hydrating, that's obviously pretty immediate because just like with moisturizers, it's just increasing water. With calming, this is usually pretty immediate as well, like a few hours to a few days, depending on how irritated your skin is. With skin tone changes, which is one of the biggest uses of niacinamide, especially in Asia, that one takes a little while. With some of the faster ones, it can happen in even two weeks in terms of being able to see an effect, but that effect will get even more pronounced if you wait a bit longer. But yeah, like with other pigment, it can take up to three months. Finally, let's talk about retinoids. Generally, when people are using a vitamin A product, they're usually wanting to use it to target age management concerns. So, you know, plumping of the skin, collagen production, reducing the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. What are we talking about in terms of the time frame here? Yeah, this is one of the ones where you do have to be patient. So retinoids, they do have a bit of an immediate effect if you're quite new to it. And if you're not using many exfoliants to begin with, they sort of have that overnight smoothing type sort of effect. Usually you'll see that in a few days even. But for those longer term, deeper rejuvenation type effects, that's going to take a while. And we're talking probably about 12 weeks. So don't give up too early. Make sure you use it for the whole 12 weeks before you decide, no, this is not working for my skin. Because that is true as well for some people. Retinoids don't work that effectively on some people's skin. Sometimes the product itself is just not very good in terms of it can't really get that vitamin A deep enough into the skin to work properly. So yeah, I usually recommend people try it out for at least three months before giving up or just moving on to a slightly different formula. We spoke about in the first episode of this season about how to use vitamin A products and a lot of people are actually using too much product that you don't need that much. So I like to think of a good way to monitor it is if you're not writing it down, first thing, it's always a good idea to chuck into your notes app or write down somewhere when you actually started using something, even circle it in the calendar if you're old school but then actually finishing a bottle can sometimes be a good indication of you know how long you've used it for with vitamin a if you're using only a pea-sized amount or less there's a good chance that it might take you two to three months to finish a tube of your product and so if you're not having any adverse reactions to a product there's definitely these types of some products that aren't suited for your skin type might cause irritation or you know some vitamin c serums for example can contribute to blemishes or inflammation in the skin but if you're not having any issues with a product I like to try and finish the tube before I make my final judgment, I guess. It's also a good way to save money and to not be wasteful and to kind of encourage that bit more of mindful purchasing and consumption of skincare. So any other tips that you have for how to tell or keep track of whether a product is actually working? 
So I think we've talked about selfies enough. I guess for selfie tips, my biggest tip would be to try to get consistent lighting because sometimes we think, oh yeah, like any photo will look the same, but lighting can make such a big difference and even things like time of day. So I think most people who have been on Instagram have heard of golden hour when your skin just looks Mm -hmm. incredible and yeah, you look like a model, you look like you're Emma Roberts, like tossing her hair on the side of the beach. Highly encourage anyone out there to go and take a golden hour selfie if you haven't experienced it yet. Yeah, so for consistent lighting, I think the best lighting for this sort of thing is actually the least flattering. So just like under your bathroom, for example, at night where you have that consistent overhead lighting or even like straight in front. Also make sure your phone is clean because we know that Vaseline lens thing. Yeah, you just need to wipe the crap out of that camera lens. That's just in general. Mm. For selfies and all photo taking, always wipe the lens. Yeah. Another thing that I have tried doing, which I find really useful, is doing a half face test. So literally using the product on only half your face. And I find this really handy for things like texture changes, especially. So some products I find that if I think it's breaking me out, I'll put it on half my face. And then, yeah, if all the breakouts are on one half, then obviously it's the product. Sometimes it's a bit more subtle because like we're both women. So we go through the whole menstrual cycle and Mm. sometimes... It'll just be something else causing the breakout. So yeah, doing half face tests is really useful and just like sometimes stopping the product if you think it's giving you problems and restarting it and just kind of testing it out over a range of different conditions so that you can see if the product is the consistent thing making a good or a bad difference to your skin. Yes, and to that point too is introducing products one at a time. So rather than bringing in two or three new products into your routine all at the same time makes it impossible to figure out like you cannot narrow down or attribute anything to any one product. So especially things like retinoids, exfoliants, vitamin C, those kinds of products that you're wanting to see a greater visible results that work down deeper into the skin. Just try, bring one in, use it consistently for at least a couple of weeks and then look to bring in the next thing. It can save you a lot of time, money and grief because there's nothing worse than when you feel like your skin's not agreeing with a product, but you can't figure out which one it is. Yeah, and also I've had people tell me that they got rid of a product because they thought it was messing up their skin. And then months later, when I've mentioned how much I love the product, they've gone back to try it and they realized it wasn't actually that product. Like they got rid of this amazing product from their routine because they thought it was causing problems when it was And that is just heartbreaking to me as someone who loves products. One extra thing I wanted to mention is I know we bang on a lot about sunscreens, so I think most people know this already, but sometimes it can look like a product isn't working because your skin is accumulating damage faster than that product is counteracting it. And I think this tends to happen a bit with alpha hydroxy acids, which are chemical exfoliants. A lot of people start with these as their first chemical exfoliants, and this is before they started wearing sunscreen because they weren't quite deep enough into skincare to be religious about their sunscreen wear. And yeah, this happens. I've had friends tell me that their pigment actually got darker once they started using a chemical exfoliant because it was making their skin more sensitive to the sun. So yeah, make sure you're wearing sunscreen. I'm sure most of you are because you've been listening to us, but yeah, it can make a massive difference to whether or not a particular product seems to be working and whether or not you're actually heading towards your overall skin goals. 
So sounds like all in all to summarize, it's about patience and consistency. Using the product as directed is a really important one. Having an understanding of what you're trying to achieve with various ingredients or products and then setting realistic expectations and staying the course. So we hope that helps anyone out there who's been thinking, when is this serum going to start fixing my face? (laughs) This listener question is quite interesting. It's a little bit of a spanner in the work, so I'll be interested to hear your thoughts, Michelle, but here is the question. I started using skincare about three months ago, but I haven't really noticed a difference in my skin. How long should I wait before I change those products? So obviously, Michelle has just done an excellent job in our deep dive of breaking down by core active ingredient and also the types of products about how long you need to use something consistently for minimum to see a visible result. So there's kind of that part of it. But I'm kind of wondering if this person has gone from pretty much no skincare, maybe they use a cleanser and a moisturizer, or, you know, they've gone from very little to a full routine and they feel like they haven't noticed a difference in their skin three months later. I would be wondering what are the products? So obviously we need more information, but are they the right products for your skin? Or even more importantly, like are they the products that are targeted to the concerns you want to manage? So, you know, if you're looking for a difference in your skin texture or a difference in your skin tone or a difference in hydration, like all of those things are a little bit different. But then the second question is maybe it's about adjusting or realigning expectations to be more realistic because there is only so much skincare can do. Skincare is super important, but it's not a miracle worker in terms of you can't just click your fingers or pop on a moisturizer and then, oh, I have no pores. Like it just doesn't work that way. So maybe I wonder what this person might have been expecting from their skincare, but that's just kind of my thoughts. How did you interpret this question, Michelle? Yeah, I would agree with you. Those are probably some of the things that could potentially be happening. One more thing I just wanted to add is I am a scientist, so I'm just going to plug science for a bit. Gosh, talking about Um, science again? Jeez. Yeah, big science is paying me a lot. Yeah, do it. So, yeah, this is one of the reasons why we have studies because we're really good at tricking ourselves as humans. We're not good at remembering things very well. And over three months, that is a pretty long time. So it could be that you can't remember what your skin was like three months ago. And all these changes are happening so gradually that you're not really seeing it. It's all just happening really incrementally. Mm. So this is one of the reasons why I really recommend doing something like taking a selfie in front of consistent lighting, because yeah, your memory is not that reliable. As much as we like to think we are super objective people, we are not. There are so many studies showing that we are the easiest people to trick. Like we can trick ourselves so easily. So objective measures are nice. Yes. We touched on this a lot in season one about how to build a routine based on your concerns and be really selective about the products that you're buying, what you're using, doing those things like learning to read a bit more into the ingredients list or kind of being a bit more aware of what types of ingredients are going to work for you and which ones don't work for you. And that does involve a little bit of trial and error. But if you've been using skincare for a couple of months 
and you feel like it's just not doing it for you. Sometimes what can be really helpful is going and seeing like a dermal therapist or going and getting that professional personalized advice from the get-go, not even to be sold certain products, but just to get a professional's opinion on even the types of products or the types of derivatives of an active ingredient that might suit your skin. And then that way you've got the best chance of when you are selecting and purchasing your products, you feel like you're equipped to know that there's a good chance that this might work for me. And then hopefully that will avoid getting three months down the track into something and feeling like you haven't really gotten anywhere. And then knowing when to change products, because that's also you know, part of this question, but also important in terms of how do I know when I should change my products? I mean, do you think, Michelle, that anyone needs to change up their products because, you know, skin gets used to certain things or not? A lot of people feel that way about hair care where they're like, you should keep switching up your shampoos and all of this kind of thing. How do you feel about that with skincare? I think that's a myth. (laughs) Just straight up, straight up lies. Love that. Okay. So if your skin changes, then obviously, yes, like, a few of the things we've mentioned this season, things like if you're changing medication, if you're moving to a new climate, if you're just getting older, then yeah, your skin will have different needs. But this whole getting used to products is just not really a thing. Normally what's happening is like, let's say you're starting from zero, you introduce a product and you're going to get a lot of changes because you've got that potential. But once you've been using a product that suits your skin, that's doing heaps of good for your skin, it's going to plateau because you're getting diminishing returns because your skin has improved so much. It can only improve so much more. Yes, that makes so much sense. Most products that we use in skincare, there's no mechanism for your skin to get used to it. So yeah, what you're getting used to is your expectation. Yeah, your skin's not getting used to the products. You are getting used to expecting bigger things from your products. So yeah, long story short, I felt like we needed more information for this question, but I hope this has been helpful. Realistic expectations, consistent use, and selecting products based on your skin concerns and type. And if in doubt, talk to a professional. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Skincare School. You'll find everything we spoke about referenced in the show notes. Got more skincare questions? Well, did you know that there's a whole team of experts and product specialists waiting to answer them on our Adore Beauty live chat? You can jump onto the adorebeauty.com.au website and chat to our team of real people in real time. And while you're there, tell us what you think, leave a review and a rating, and don't forget to tell everyone in your life about Skincare School. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe in your podcast app and you'll get a notification the second that our next episode drops.